Hello and welcome to another episode of The Break Free Show. My name is Eva Palekova. I am your host and today I want to talk about inspiration, how to operate and live in continuous states of inspiration because you need that frequency to create in your business. You need to uh, receive the downloads. You need to um, receive the information. You need the, the to feel the pull of your purpose, your mission sort of pulling you forward. So how do you get there, right? So first of all, um, Everything that I'm going to share here is from my experience and my own understanding. It is not the truth or the understanding. I'm, I'm sure there's higher levels of truth and understanding of people who have traveled farther along this path of uh, their awakening. Okay, so this is my experience and how I see it right now in this moment. And I'm sure that will shift as as year come, years come. So take this with a grain of salt and check in with yourself as this matches with my uh, own understanding. First of all, what is inspiration? To me, it's access to source. And the higher our vibration, that lighter our energy, the more of the inspiration we will pull. Why do we want inspiration? It's literally like the fuel for our business. It's what keeps us in the game, right? It's what, what keeps it worth it. Um, you can be basically creating a different level. So you can have a fear-based creation, you know, where you're coming out of despair. I need to get the next client. I need the money. And da 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 right? So that's fear-based uh motivation it's not much of an inspiration where we fall into the paradigm of the victim who is uh, not in charge of our own own um own states of inspiration or manifestation whatever right or we can be coming from a place of uh, just sort of left brain planning like i'm not going to be the victim i'm gonna make a plan i'm going to write down my goals and then i'm gonna achieve them and that's good that's better but oftentimes we don't fulfill on those goals because, um, you know, they're not terribly, they're not coming from the source. They're coming from, you know, not, want to be not wanting to be disempowered a little bit, right? Um, then, you know, there is inspiration, which is literally um, just these beautiful downloads that are coming through. They're really pulling us, that are making us feel so good. It feels so exciting and so beautiful. And we experience this as often as possible. So to teach this, I need to explain a couple things. So first, there's the big picture and what it really takes to live that way. And then there is the now management where we don't quite live that way yet. We have years of work to do, but we want to do something to access these flows, right? So I want to talk the big picture first. And again, this is my understanding and comes from my experience, right? I am not an energy healer in any shape or form. This is just kind of what I've experienced. So um, in order to access these states of inspiration, we need to de-densify our density, <laughs> our the, the, the frequency, the dense frequency. There needs to be sort of cracks to let the light to come in, right? And the less dense we are, the higher the vibration, the more of the inspiration, the more of the downloads start coming through. And for me, um, really, it has been the plant medicine, Iboga and Ayahuasca both have helped me tremendously with the de-densifying the process, right? Because at the beginning, uh, when I started the process with, with this, the cleaning up the energy, it was a lot. And the best way I can explain this, that, that there is these uh, energy stoppers that, uh, you know, the way I saw them, the visual that I got, they're like, they're like these coffee coasters almost. And they're like sort of plugging the energy flow in uh, different places of our being where you have some 
um, accumulated energy and because you have a belief system or you have an attachment, you have a resistance to that way of being, you're kind of stopping the flow. So the, 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 it gets sort of, you have these pockets of accumulated energy um, caused by some trauma in the past. And because you're resisting accessing that and because uh, you do not like how you feel or because you have a belief system, then the energy can't flow. And then you have these pockets all over the place of different densities in your body and it gets so clogged up um, that you really don't have any access to the light and you're just sort of like managing your mindset from like be more positive and rah rah and, and you do the best you can and you can still operate like you know at a level of optimism or, or whatever but but you keep going down into the mud of like experiencing so much of the negativity and you're not quite receiving the downloads, right? So the, the healing of the density is really going into the human psyche and start dissolving these, uh, these plugs, these, these cloggers or clogs or whatever you want to call them, these stoppers of energy, right? And this is why the deep shadow work is so, so important. And, it's going like pretty deep sometimes in and for me the plant medicine has been super super useful going underneath the obvious right and you know some of the other works that you can do without plant medicine like breath work can be very very useful because breath is your own medicine i'm talking about holotropic breath work right open mound rapid breathing sort of thing or the internal family systems therapy is also can go pretty deep where you're like playing with these parts and you get to a part that is very, 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 very deep, right? Uh, covered by a whole bunch of protective uh, things in your psyche. And once you once you get there and you feel the energy, um, the, the emotion of this uh, part that is buried pretty deep, and then, then when it gets dissolved, that energy that is accumulated there, you will feel a sense of relief. This is where I practice with my clients a lot of emotional release too. Um, um, a modality similar to the Sedona method, which is we literally like go to some of these places and we allow ourselves to feel whatever the pockets are there, right? So uh, basically, um, this is the long-term game is do a lot of shadow work and a lot of dissolving and healing and, and basically purifying every part of our life and going as far back as we can, right? This is where, you know, you, after you do quite a bit of this, then you start diving into uh, past life regressions as well and, and things like that, right? And this is where really the plant medicine has really helped me access some of these things that I wouldn't be able to access on my own given my skill, right? And given that... Uh, given my level of awareness, it was, a, you know, a little bit of a fast truck too. like, okay, here's a pocket, here's a pocket, go there, purge this, dissolve this, super, super effective at de-densifying some of the energy field, right? So, um, and as we do that, and we get lighter and lighter, we don't have to so much try to feel inspired. So we need to have a long term mindset with this, right? The long-term mindset is just like with business, which I talk about all the time, have a long-term business in mind, long-term business mindset and be in this for the long haul, right? It's the same thing with shadow work and, and going into these things. Like there is no stopping point. There's literally like, it can only get lighter, right? But you go 
uh, you go and you dig, you go on an excavation of, of expedition every once in a while, and you go dissolving this and dissolving that. And it's, it's a beautiful work. And every time you do that, you get 1% lighter, right? 1% or half a percent or whatever, but it's profound, you know, even the 1% of half a percent, it's profound. It has a profound impact on how you show up. So that's kind of my, my take on the long term. You know, you want to be more living in more states of downloads and inspiration. You gotta, uh, be as healed as you possibly can right now some of the short-term band-aids right so as you know having said that like let's just say you're somebody who's committed to doing your inner work and really dissolving everything that's to dissolve heal or your relationship with your family of origin your country of origin and and all of those past relationships and relationship with your children and with your parents and all that stuff, right? Like you're, you are healing this now, you're still building your business and you need to be accessing, um, you need to be accessing the knowledge to create the best, most amazing program, the most impactful content, the, um, you know, uh, without necessarily having completed all the work. Right. So how do you do that? Number one, choose a motivation that you can get obsessed with without falling out of integrity. What is the motivation that is running your business? You can, for example, be run by a, a financial gain. It sounds like this. Hmm. I wonder if I can make 5k, 10k, 20k, 50k, 100k months. So that is awesome. And at certain states, it can be empowering. However, there's a fine line between that and becoming obsessed by it and coming from a place of greed where nothing else matters. And this is a warning for those of you who are like me, like a one trick pony, you're a strong three, right? A strong achiever results oriented person. And I'm talking to three on the, the type three on the Carol Tuttle's energy profiling that I talk about quite a bit. So for, for you, um, you need to be, if you are, you know, if you're anything like me, if you're really like just very driven by results and that's in your nature, which is a beautiful thing, right? Um, we need to be very, very careful because when we adopt a motivation, it is likely to take over as the only motivation. And then what happens, right? You're going to get to your 10K months, 50K months, 100K months. And then what? You're going to get there over and you're going to sacrifice your integrity in some places of your journey. And you're going to sacrifice yourself and your self-care because everything is going to be in alignment to that goal, right? And, you know, people, it's, it's not going to be about people. It's going to be more about, uh, you know, how do I achieve my goals, right? And, and that can, it, it's going to bring a lot of guilt and shame because you're going to make some uh, pretty um, bad mistakes on your journey. You're going to, you, you're going to have to accept those mistakes if you have made them already, but it's, it's something to be super, super careful of to not choose that as a primary motivation. If you know you're prone to, uh, black and white sort of thinking and being only like focused by one, one, one motivation. Hope that makes sense. Or you can be motivated by being the master, the mastery, being the best at something which is also awesome, that can be a motivation to perfect your delivery of your modality. However, keep in mind that there's a lot of people who are very good at something. There's a lot of uh, masters out there 
who unfortunately don't get to serve a lot of people because <laughs> because mastering something and having that something make an impact in the world is not necessarily the same thing okay so um or you can be run by having the most effective program that you can for your clients right so um you know and some people as we did some work with our clients this morning um, some people are really motivated by connection too, uh, which we discovered like many are really motivated by the depth of the connection with their, with, with their, uh, with their clients. So therefore I want you to ask yourself, what would really motivate you? What would keep you motivated like five, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, right? Is it reaching 10 K months? Well, you're going to get there and, and then what, right? Is it creating the most incredible program that really sells itself and delivers incredible results? Let me ask you this. Could you fail with such intention? And I don't think so. That's my answer. No, because if you really, really, truly committed to creating the most transformational program that you could, um, such program will never be uh, created in your head. You will have to talk to people. You will have to work with people. You will have to survey people. You will be face to face a lot of people. And you know what happens when we do that? We get clients. Clients come to us because they know about our program, because we have surveyed them about our program, because we care about their opinion. We we have practiced on them, whatever it takes. You know, if you're really committed to having the most effective program, wouldn't you get as many clients as you can today? At whatever price, you know, today, get a bunch of practice going. Instead of waiting 10 months to get your first 10K clients and have no clients, you were just like, whatever, the, what, what the heck? I'm just going to practice on a bunch of people today and, you know, get that, uh, get myself trained really well. And yes, I'm going to give them discounted pricing because that's what's fair because I'm still practicing. You see, I'm going to get some founding members in and let's do this together, right? And then you start creating, and then you start mastering, and then you start developing the most effective program. You're running, you're learning on the job, right? So... One thing, if you are obsessed with creating the most transformative program, you will also invest a lot into yourself because you will be obsessed with your own frequency because you know and you understand. Um, well, for me to be the most effective cause of transformation, I understand that I have to operate at a certain frequency because love is what transforms the frequency of love is what transforms when you look at the trio jesus krishna buddha right <laughs> uh, level of consciousness 1000 right it's the highest uh, highest frequency you can achieve in a human body now jesus says a sentence and it's remembered two years later and he had what a handful of people around it it's remembered two thousand not two years two thousand years later right thousands of years later right now if i say the same sentence it's probably not going to be remembered two thousand years later because i'm not at a frequency of one thousand right so there you have it in order to create the most effective program that is also means that you will continuously invest into coming from a place of love and releasing your attachments to all the things that are not of love right so it, and the frequency itself will start attracting the right people to you so uh, problem solved there right you focus on the right thing the results come it's inevitable 
focus on the money, you are running a little bit of a risk there, right? When you're challenged by the money, and, it, and it's if you're if you're sort of motivated by the money and by the money, and it's not that it's again, it's not that it's bad. It's kind of fun at the beginning. It's like, hmm, I wonder, you know, if I can if I can make twenty k months, it'd be a lot of fun, you know. And and quite frankly, I had that motivation when <laughs> when I was totally broke. You know, seven hundred bucks in my bank account, having to start over, having spent all the money on Facebook ads, and I was pregnant. It's like, what do I do now? You know, so we're like, okay, you know, a seven-figure single mom, let's do it. And so the the goal was kind of my motivation to keep going, and it was kind of a fun game to play, right? But then I had to have a straight talk with myself and look myself in the face and a little bit of a come to Jesus moment. It's like, okay, you know, uh, the money really isn't uh, isn't um, you know, it will not bring you happiness and certainly uh, limits the transformation you can provide to your clients. So um, that's what you do. Number one, you decide what your intention is, right? And, and what you're motivated by and where you're going to put all your focus. Then, you know, a couple things, a couple other things you can do. Really keep your energy clear. Breathe, do some holotropic breath work, exercise, you know, be in spaces where energy flows. Um, swim run whatever for me it's really time in nature i love trail running it just kind of gets the energy moving i love the wind wind just kind of cleanses me or you know in the afternoon i go and i sit with lexi in the ocean we just like the waves kind of wash through some of the energy and it's really beautiful right so whatever works for you make sure you're cleansing yourself and the energy is moving um also do not choose any negativity be super super careful notice what you're absorbing right what kind of drama are you absorbing in your life you know what kind of thing are you getting integrated into in your family or friend circle or on the television or you know politics or whatever it's there's this thing is the this drama turn on we we get into other people's dramas because there's some significance about it we get we get sort of this prideful sense of feeling important because you know i'm playing a role in this person's drama right then we also tend to fall into playing the fixer in other people's lives, like being important, like let me fix all your problems or playing the martyr, right? Where I am uh, just going to do just about anything to make sure people do not dislike me. People do not complain about my level of services or people are not unhappy. So I'm going to martyr myself and I'm going to over deliver and, and work 24 seven, well, not quite 24 seven, but overwork over deliver at the expense of my own energy in order to martyr for the company right um the carpenter drama triangle is always where to look right victim rescuer prosecutor always look where you're playing the victim where you're not quite empowered to take charge of your own feelings and states of being and and your business and where we think uh also make sure you're not rescuing anybody this is the problem with a lot of coaches is that they are they're not really empowering their clients. They are rescuing them and saving them. And that in turn, turn them, turns their clients into victims, right? Because the clients respond and they're coming from a different frequency than they would it would if they had a coach who is like, I, you know, I stand for like they are being an energetic stand for empowerment and greatness, right? So it's like we need to check ourselves. What's the energy that we're coming from? Um, we also need to really let go of the fear of letting people down and not give it enough. This is the frequency that's going to keep you in your head when you're preparing your content. If you're trying to like make sure that nobody's 
uh, disliking this and you don't offend anybody. It's like you're given enough value and what people think this and what do people think that and oh my gosh, this is too controversial, blah, 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 right? So this is, this is the kind of thing that uh, we, need to, we need to release, let go of. Uh, information diet is another one. What kind of energy are you eating? What kind of information that are you eating? Are you feeding yourself awesome inspirational stuff that keeps uh, that puts you in a different frequency that brings you the ideas? Are you surrounding yourself by people who spark the ideas within you when you show up to your mastermind and you're like, oh my gosh, I come away with like so much inspiration. It's like, ooh, this is what I could be doing in my business. And, and it's just, there's this energy of like, you're being, you're just sort of like, you know, in the states of like, oh, I can do this, I can do this, I can, ah, you know, ideas. So be sure to be spending your time with people in programs and listening to content and reading content online that is bringing those states within you, right? Not, um, you know, juicing the negativity of the news and what's going out there beyond what you really need to understand what's going on, okay? Um, and finally, the last thing I want to talk about is intention is everything. Intention to um, receive inspiration and then stay open. So when you're, for example, working on creating a program or creating the new strategy for your business or creating the next workshop, then ideas are not quite flowing and you're stuck in a little bit in this perfectionist uh you know trying to figure it out like what is the best thing and just kind of overthinking right shake up the energy um you know move around stop what you're doing literally like pull yourself out of the chair move a little bit dance a little bit turn on some music uh maybe you know go outside a little bit go for a walk whatever it takes and then intend to receive the inspiration that you need and the information that you need okay this is where we literally have to flip you know, we have to pull ourselves out of the mode of figuring things out and perfecting and, and overthinking, right? And we set the intention to receive whatever we need to receive. Now, um, what is really important is to actually be a little bit patient with the receiving of it because it doesn't work in the timing that we sometimes want. Everything, everything gets manifested. Everything, every prayer gets answered, right? It is just a matter of looking, okay, am I being open enough to see when this intention is answered, right? Or am I wanting to see it to come through in a certain way, right? So uh, once we intend for something, we ask for something, we just sort of have to like, look, oh, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And it's a little bit of a game, right? And it will come through. It always does, right? I see this in my program. Whenever we decide on a topic, my team tells me, okay, you should talk about this on Monday. I'm like, well, I have no idea how to teach it right? That's on Thursdays. We have our coaching team huddle up on Thursdays. And my coaches tell me, okay, Eva, you need to talk about perfectionism. I'm like, I don't know anything about perfectionism because I'm not a perfectionist, but I set the intention. This is what's needed. We put it on the agenda. It's happening. It's being taught on Monday because this is what people requested. And, and what do you know? I get the craziest downloads about perfectionism on Friday and Saturday. I was like, okay, here are the notes. I just take some brief notes on my phone or whatever. And I teach it on Monday because the information comes through by intention. Okay, so um, you can sort of start practicing this, start playing with this. It's really, truly powerful, right? And this is the, the, a lot of the work that we're doing with the new program, the Visionary Circle. These are things that we're talking about. We're meeting as 
a circle of visionaries where we are, you know, we're going to be downloading these sorts of information together, right? So anyway, super, super excited about this. And if you guys want to be part of this, make sure you contact us and make sure you schedule uh, an, an info session or whatever, ask us for more information and we're going to get that to you. But, um, but it's because like one of the things, it's super, super important to be in a community of people who are sort of like, you know, you know, in this, in this frequency of creating their business by intention and like really guided by the spirit and, and uh, living and earning our business from our purpose and that sort of thing, rather than this money motivated, like, let me, let me do the 5k, 10k, 20k months, whatever. And that's all fine. That's all great. But you know, there's, there's just, it gets so much more fun when we go, go beyond that. So anyway, thank you so much for letting me share. hope this was useful to you. Let me know what you got out of this. Let me know your biggest takeaway. Send me a message, email me, uh, you know, uh, or if you are in our sovereign entrepreneur Facebook group, uh, let us know, uh, let us know how this landed and yes, thank you so much for, uh, being here.